Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Zeitgang, gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this special week trend Monday morning edition of Your Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. Yeah. This is a podcast where you take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, and this is the this is the one where we do we tell the people. What hey, is what trending? happened? What, hey, happened, what happened over happened the weekend? Happened? What the heck happened What's over going the last on? couple days? What the, what the heck? <laughs> um, I'm Jack. That's Miles. Thank you. How are you doing, Miles? I'm thank you. That's how I'm doing. I'm just in a state <laughs> of gratitude constantly, consistently. Try to be. I'm yes. Thank you, sir. Please. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and I'm thank you. So that's me. How was, uh, how's Joyzy? Joyzy, baby. Joyzy's great. Yeah. Been, been getting up early, going in the ocean. Okay. Um, some Kendall floats. Early, wake my ass up doing some uh some Kendall Roy floats yeah. on my back in the ocean Those, without anybody else. I on mean, the we beach. were texting about it earlier. That <laughs> honestly, to me, I think is one of the purest Yo. human pleasures you can have is to just float on your back in the sea and like just yeah, just take it in like that. Yeah, it was pure until like I literally, I told you, I literally like as I was getting in the water, pictured Kendall Roy. I was <laughs> you like, saw Damn. yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, taking off a two thousand yeah, dollar nice. t shirt. Been been enjoying my uh, something I talked about. I think as an underrated recently of like the the beach as nature as like getting into nature. Mm-hmm. I feel like we like my in my mind when I think about the beach, I think of Ken uh, from from the Barbie movies version of the beach. Where oh it's yeah, just like I umbrella. Do beach towel i am beach yeah um, i do beach good yeah very different <laughs> but going down like real early you know before a lot of people get mm-hmm. there there's like the sandpipers going in and out of the waves and so wait a what's time. a sandpiper they're like the this is what i've decided i actually haven't googled this <laughs> the, okay the or- ornithological uh but but i think based on oh, the Pixar birds. movie they're little birds that oh run. yeah like when the wave washes back, there's like the little and like, clams and they run yeah. up and eat the clams. And then when the wave comes, they run back. 
You know, um, this is so like sandpiper is just one of those words that is all, like anytime you go near the coast, there's something called the sandpiper. And yeah, I never in my life gave it any thought until just now. I did never. It never occurred to me that it was a bird. I thought it was some kind of like thought it was some dude. Bragging. Yeah, I thought it was like an old timey <laughs> job that we, like, we romanticized. I was like, oh, yeah. And, you know, Bill's a sandpiper. Like what's the fuck? You know what I mean? Like that was like a right. fucking like the lamplighter kind of cafe. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a sandpiper. Hey, okay. Beach blanket bingo. Um, uh, I'm known as the sandpiper. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel like that. I was like, whose phone is ringing? It is mine, and that's okay. I'm very popular. It's okay. But, it's okay. Uh, anyways, yeah, you're the quarterback. Uh, I'm the quarterback. We were we were. I was a uh, body surfing. Body surfing. I think oh, is underrated. Shit. I would say. Uh, you know, because. You, you don't have to have any balance to do it. Um, yeah. And then get that I noticed out. that there was like a wave going perpendicular to the other waves. And I, I was like, what is happening there? And I was like, oh, something's something's in the water with me. Mm-hmm. And I, I briefly had the moment where I was like, am I going to, is get this your whole it? shit, your whole shit, bit? am I going to get my whole shit bitten? Ooh, in half? Nah. Uh, but it was a, it was a, a ray. Um, oh, so okay. I shot the ray. fuck out of the water. But I was like, not this way. Yeah, the yeah. ocean. Um, but yeah, man, real, real good vacation. Just play, you know, building sandcastles with the kids. And Love to hear that. Chilling. Love to hear that. Um, yeah, just hang, I just see my son to sit upright. We gotta, we gotta get to that milestone before we start building sandcastles. He's still, you know, he's, he's not even six months. Yet. Child in the ocean, though. I thought I saw a picture. Yeah, of him. yeah. Her magic yeah. took him down to a little, little, little beach, beach day kind Asian. of thing. He's yo, yeah. this, he fucking he's he spends more time at the beach than I ever have as a child. I'm it's so funny because I'm not like I've talked about this. I'm a fucking spoiled LA person who's like if it's not if it's not hot, I don't go to the beach. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> and right. you know, Her Majesty being from DC, she's like, oh, I'll be there fucking every day. I don't give a fuck. Um, yeah. So a lot of the times when she has like a minute, she'll be like, yeah, I'm just gonna go, just go pop in real quick, see what's up. So anyway, shout out all the water creatures. Yeah. I was a beach baby and I was known for how much sand I ate. Um, oh. And that explains a lot. I, I think I've talked about that. I was like dumb until the age of like eight, I think. I was just like, people oh, were yeah. Like, Man, were you that a kid is slow? You're not the one who put the floaties on your ankles, right? <laughs> no, but that seems like some shit I would have done. I think I might have actually done that. <laughs> I'm getting a sense memory of floating upside down. I'm just sort of I'm like, sure. this has got to work. And it's like, no, you're just inverting <laughs> yourself by putting them on your ankles. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Uh, yeah, it happens. It happens. All right. Should we give them, uh, give them what some they want. overrated, some give underrated? Give them what they want. Give them what they come here got for, not the news. Give the people, uh, to quote Jalen Rose, mm-hmm. quoting Bob Marley. Um, should we, what do you want to start off with? Underrated? Yeah, let's go under. All right. You want to kick it off? Yeah, I will do uh karaoke. I was at a karaoke birthday party uh, over the weekend and I, I have not been since two years before the pandemic. So it had been a minute and I realized how fucking fun it is. And also like, it's a really, if people are open enough to like want to sing, you really learn a lot about people based on their song yeah. choice based on how well they know a song, finding out people are like sleeper vocalists, which is always my favorite thing when like you kind of like, it's like a mixed group. It was like one of my really close friends, husband's birthday. So 
it was like a lot of her friends, but then a lot of his friends who I tangentially knew. And some people were just coming like one dude yeah. killed corn freak on a leash. Wow. <laughs> like even with the that part killed it. And everyone yeah. was like, okay, like, okay, sir. The gauntlet has been thrown down. Uh, so yeah, I just love it. I, you know, y'all know me. I love. I'm a. I'm a tortured fake singer. Still so. the same OG. Still yeah. the same OG. Still singing off key. You know me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's just like again, just it's un, It's truly like it's it's a great great birthday party. And I think singing is one of those like act. It's so fucking cathartic. It's like more cathartic than most like things you would do at a party. I think aside from maybe like abusing substances, which isn't healthy. But I think right. just belting out a tune, full voice, even if you can't hit the notes, it's just it's liberation right there. Diet liberation. What'd you perform? What'd you go with? Uh, I did Roxanne by the police. Okay. Uh, and Getting then in the high register. Yeah. And then I did, um, oh, Kiss from a Rose. Obviously got to do Seal. Yes. Of course. Um, and then when you hit the high notes, do you have one finger in one ear and the other oh, hand yeah. kind of like I'll riding the, the wave of the. I'll do the thing where I go. To me, you're like a grown addiction that I can't deny. Mm -hmm. And they go like this. Here's a harmony. Won't you tell me, is it healthy, baby? And I'll do that line. And wow. people are like, whoa, he found, he went, he took the alternate off ramp on that. I'm like, I'm kind of <laughs> insufferable when I sing that song because like, I love it so much. I'm like, here's the <laughs> harmony here's for harmony. the kids. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Thank then you. also, this fucking place didn't have my fucking song, which is Montel Jordan. This is how we do it. They did not have what? that on the fucking machine. What? And I was, I thought I was, I thought I was like having some kind of like episode. Like I didn't know how to, how the letters worked. I was like, it's not coming up. I, like I'm spelling the whole song name. I feel like really that's a, weird. A staple, right? Yeah. That feels like have, a top it, 25 karaoke song. They didn't have Tina Turner. Like there was no what Tina Turner songs. It was pretty yeah it was it was interesting but then they had like fucking like roddy rich the fucking box like yeah i'm like what yeah you gotta have the box <laughs> i was like okay you got roddy i rich mean maybe we're box. just old but yeah montel but, jordan like that's that's a timeless classic that's as far feels, as I'm concerned. that's like a washed commandment i don't even know yeah. how to even express that but it's in stone as something you must have so yeah anyway shout out karaoke yeah Shout out Montel Jordan, who my friend Blake caught at the, I, I forget what state fair it was. He performed three songs. He performed This Is How We Do It, Something for the Honeys, and then This Is How We Do It Again. There you go. Um, I was going to say, this is how we is. do it three times. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, my got? underrated mm -hmm. is uh, explaining inside jokes to your parents. Um, <laughs> my mom, like maybe the third question she asked me upon arriving seeing her for the first time in many months uh she said i have a question i was listening to the podcast i listened to like an episode a month ago and then i listened to a recent one and you guys kept saying this phrase and i didn't know what it meant oh no um what is grimace come no 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 <laughs> now, for a little background about my mom she is the same wonderful woman and also oh. happy birthday to her uh, a couple days ago. Oh, I'm happy um, birthday, mom. I'm sorry. Happy birthday, mom. Uh, <laughs> uh, she's the same woman who, when we went to see something about Mary together, um, like leaned over and asked me, what is he looking for at the part after he jerks off and is looking for his Oh, son. no, mom. 
No. And I was like, I, no. I don't know how to explain no. that. Um, <laughs> no, you had a fucking bizarre flashback. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. What did you tell her? I, oh, like, fuck. What do you say? Yeah. In that, in that <laughs> scenario. Wait, first of all, I because you're you're obviously a funny guy you have uh your your unbound sense of humor you you can find humor in many things does she know like what is your what is your you and your mom's relationship to like how funny you could be as a kid or what was like too blue of like the kind of comedy around your mom kind of thing i think listening to this podcast like i get a little more loose on this podcast than i've ever been around them so yeah i think probably i i did feel uh, comfortable explaining the backstory of the Grimace yeah, milkshake, yeah. why we found it so strange that it was purple, um, and then you know I was just like, and you you know what, cum, and it's his cum. cum. She's like, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah so it's his cum. My, um, is is the joke, and then it be and then it became a viral trend. It's actually one of the uh, most important things we've ever done on the on the podcast. It was actually like really impactful. Um, she was like, nah, they probably just came up with that on their own. That wasn't, no, mom. That wasn't you guys' influence. No, mom. It's because of us. It's because we were yelling Grimace come at the top of our lungs. <laughs> Let me have this. <laughs> Give it to me. Uh, oh, and, that, and then they were doing like Grimace shake cocky videos. What? What is? What, oh, what was that word you just said? God. Oh, oh boy. Oh, so you um, really were like the, the kid who just had a sleepover and is coming back saying all kinds of wild shit to your mom she's like huh that's right my mom is that person actually oh okay, uh, okay, now after it. after having listened to our show um what's she gonna tell so, all her homegirls she's like y'all try that grimace come over at mcdonald's <laughs> like, what you guys get it um <laughs> you guys get it because it's like weird it's purple yeah but it did make me wonder were we not setting that up enough like to are there confused people out there who i think, who think some that, people would not fathom that we are going to just be so flippant about just just casually calling this milkshake the ejaculate of a storybook of character from the mcdonald's universe yeah maybe if we had called it the grimace ejaculate if we say grimace it's been... grimace's semen <laughs> that maybe yeah. i don't know zeit gang let us know did we was there was that a was that a bit of a misstep there did you guys come in confused as well yeah um, or was it our incessant hammering home of that point for nine months straight i don't know which yeah. one you write in write in write in let us know <laughs> let us know all right well what's something you think is overrated okay. miles so on the back of good karaoke and this is an la thing gentrified karaoke because in los angeles koreatown is the fucking place to do karaoke okay there's things called like norebang which is like you know korea like those it's like a fucking full-on restaurant full-on bar with private rooms you can fucking do everything in there and it's got great food i went to this place and i i recognized it because it was in a basement and like there aren't too many like subterranean like karaoke spots in k-town that was this like, is the same spot that you went to that didn't have this yes, is how we do it yes but okay. when i went previously this place was so dark okay first of all when you go in now like it's completely like revamped it's like we've got the like we're part of diners week and like we've got a great bar and like all these like fancy new remodeled rooms i'm like fine like i don't give a fuck about the room because it just needs to be dark and it just needs to have my songs that's it i don't yeah. need fucking fancy wallpaper and shit like that to make it look like a hotel suite anyway they've done that now and i'm like wait I, this is the same fucking spot because like the layout's the same you come down the right is the karaoke room the left is the bar area 
When I went in the past, it was all black. It was wild, illegal shit happening in there. You could smoke cigarettes in there. You could smoke yes. weed in there. They didn't give a fuck, okay? Now, this shit looked like the lobby of a boutique hotel. And oh, this is no. the part that fucked me up. There was no Korean beer being served there. And what? I'm like, this, you're in Koreatown. That's like a fuck. To me, they go hand in hand. Like, I want to see, I want to see height. I want to be able to drink makgeolli, which is like the unfiltered rice wine. That's like, for me, part of the thing. And they did everything they could. This menu just made it feel like, oh, no, this is like a white people karaoke place. It just is right. in Koreatown. And I'm like, that's not, I don't know if that's going to do your business much better because the fun is to feel like you're, you're doing something that's like a little bit more diverse or different because this did you Google if there was a private equity takeover? I feel like <laughs> there, there's an infusion of venture capital cash or a exactly. private equity takeover, well, which is wild yeah. because like it was nicer. So in a way it's like, it's worse because it's nicer. It's kind of like bizarro private equity kind of thing. Like yeah. people would probably be like, objectively it's nicer and like the food is better blah, blah blah i'm like no 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 like keep the fucking grime keep the character anyway uh i was a little bit disheartened uh yeah. by that but anyway just just Damn. just keep koreatown korean okay you know what i mean like let's not we don't have to erase like the legacies of these neighborhoods and i don't think it's going to change anytime soon but this place in particular bit of a different vibe Definitely keep this is how we do it on your rotation in fucking L.A. Yeah. Like, for a karaoke place. Jesus. I mean, I mean, everywhere, but L.A. especially. I'm. It's about it's our it's we're hitting the Shaw because we're faded. Thank you. And I'm not talking. We're talking about Crenshaw Boulevard now. Come, please, right. please. And we all knew that. And I knew that as a 10 year old. Singing it's along fake. To it. Some it's some kids didn't. Those are our inside jokes. That's right. All right, my overrated is the auteur theory. I just, there are certain filmmakers who I really like as filmmakers, and I just want them to get a co-writer um, who is not their brother or their homie <laughs> they grew up with. A yes person, basically. From, yeah, yeah, like Wes Anderson, um, his latest movie, like I just is like, has its moments, looks very cool as a Wes Anderson movie should what would i come come for but he wrote it with roman coppola i think is his name mm, you know like yeah. his uh and it's just like i don't know i i didn't think the the script was that great um nolan wrote oppenheimer by himself and you know it's based on a book obviously but it it is really good uh, i like oppenheimer i'll say that first of all like this should not keep you from seeing it but he <laughs> There's just a Are there spoilers like, with this criticism? There there is a little bit of a spoiler. It's what one character. There is a woman character who is like d doesn't really make sense, has mental illness and is holding the male protagonist kind of hostage with her madness. Wait, are and, you describing every Christopher Nolan film? Right. That's Memento, <laughs> that's Inception, and it's Oppenheimer just off the top of my head. Right. Um and they like you just feel it in some of the scenes when it's like him uh oppenheimer talking to florence Pugh's character like it just feels like a a new movie like a scene from a new movie is spliced in and there's like this rat-a-tat like hudsucker proxy banter oh my god and what a fucking reference <laughs> it's it's just like it just feels like wait that's not hell that's like not, none of his Tim characters Robbins are really how people proxy 
Yeah, that, <laughs> like it's Coen Brothers, and they're like, nah, sing a nah, yeah, nah, right. sing. Like I, I don't know if anyone ever talked like that, but um, right. I don't know. It's just Nolan's very good at what he does, right? But just like hire a one, like I, we we've talked about that study where people who were forced to work on a problem in diverse groups of people with people who weren't like them, right? They thought they did worse. And they did a better job on the problem they were trying to solve. Right. Um, whereas when they were with people who were like them, they thought they, they we're were way more it. confident and yeah. they did way worse. Um, and I just feel like that, that needs to be told. He needs to read about that, <laughs> about that study. Like your because, own limits. Right. Yeah. It's just, there's always these moments, not always, but a lot of the time in his movies, where a woman shows up and it's like the same 14 year old boy's inability to cope with women as human beings and as anything other than like an extremely powerful force that is like mysterious and could and, fucking destroy you. Yeah. And could destroy you <laughs> in some ways. It's just like that. It's a small moment, small critique, but I do just think in general, there are some of our best filmmakers who could benefit from working with unlike-minded people yeah or maybe uh, just get out yeah. get the fuck out of the way maybe too yeah you know you've done yeah. a lot Nolan. you know but maybe you know bring somebody else up bring somebody pull somebody up pull so it's funny because yeah like the, the rest of us in his films like why am i all screwed up because of this broad <laughs> it's like the undertone of it so okay well yeah I'm uh, looking uh, forward to it. I will. I will let you know uh, how I feel. Yeah, about it's it. very. It's like I. I really enjoyed. It. I saw it on the the big IMAX screen at. Uh, oh shit. The uh, on Hollywood Boulevard. It was. Yeah, man. Cool. Chinese. Yeah. It was Isn't dope. it? I heard there's um, something like there's only like nine theaters on Earth that can play it in 70 millimeter IMAX. Basically. Yeah. That's fucking. I, wild. I bought the tickets like a week in advance, and we were like, you know, pretty pretty far up towards the screen. Like Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. Yeah. We'll come back and we'll catch up on some news. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And... Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do 
find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And Ron DeSantis continues to not have a very good time. At the uh, at the old presidential race, the old fuck factory, <laughs> we're call it fuck, fac- Florida fascist fuck factory. Fuck factory. Uh, yeah. yeah, man, it's okay. So, if you recall, a couple weeks ago, the the Florida's Department of Education changed school curriculum to essentially say that, like, they um actually there were benefits to slavery, like job skills. So let's stop yeah. the crime. Okay, naturally, people are like, "What in the fuck is going on there? This is a fucking." Just this is this is fucked. Like, there's no other way to describe this. Um, and while many Republicans were like cheering this like literal like rewrite of history, um, yeah, DeSantis faced some heat too. Like, like a few journalists are like, yeah. So is that what you believe? Like, that's that's going on in your state. That's what you you want people to be taught. And he didn't sure think like, well, took that into account and was very thoughtful about the critique. And of course, uh, well, let me think about respond. that. Well, actually, it was the Department of Education's call. Um, if you, and then, and I have nothing, you know, that's just, that's what they believe they wanted to do. And I'm backing them to do that. If you recall, we talked about this motherfucker was signing bills left and right about what school curriculum can and cannot include. So miss right. me with the, I don't, I don't I don't know what the fuck's going on anyway. So way to fold with the slightest bit of questioning. Then the backlash came over the weekend from black members of the GOP. I don't know why it took this long, but Hey. It is it is here. It has hit the shores of Florida and it's there. The the five black people in Congress are not happy. Uh, The five black Republicans in Congress. Um, New kid on the Hill. uh, Representative Wesley Hunt said, quote, as the direct descendant of a slave, I have a hard time understanding Governor DeSantis's position that that transferable skills learned in bondage are somehow a net benefit. If Ron DeSantis spent more time doing the job the people of Florida elected him to do and less time on his failing presidential campaign, wow. perhaps Florida's curriculum on slavery 
uh, would more accurately reflect the pain and heartbreak experienced by millions who suffered through the original sin, um, which is damn. And this guy, like, let's keep in mind, none of these people who I'm going to read quotes from are like by any stretch of the ima imagination, like on the or, right side yeah. of even like, you know, black liberation. <laughs> but hey, right, right. They, they know they do draw the line at I'm not going to let a white person say that slavery was a net benefit to people. Yeah. No, absolutely Jesus not. Christ. That's where the line is. Uh, another newcomer, John James, he said, <laughs> he said, slave, number one, slavery was not CTE, which is like career technical education. Like, you know what I mean? Oh. Like not, they're not the uh, chronic, what is it? Something encephalitis. Encephalitis. That, yeah, yeah, that yeah. The NFL players get nothing about 400 years of evil was a quote net benefit to my ancestors. Number two, there are only five black Republicans in Congress and you're attacking two of them. My brother in Christ. If you find yourself in a deep hole, put the shovel down. You are now so far from the party of Lincoln that your education board is rewriting history and you're personally attacking conservatives like Tim Scott and Byron Donalds on the topic of slavery. You've gone too far. Stop. Uh, Byron Donalds, again, uh, who is a black man from Florida, said, again, just saying this is he did a fucking softball to DeSantis. He said, right. oh, this is not. He's like, you know, the new African-American standards mm, of Florida. I don't know are good, yeah. robust, and accurate. That being said, the attempt to feature the personal benefits of slavery is wrong and needs to be adjusted. That obviously wasn't the goal, and I have faith that the Florida Department of Education will correct this. Tim Scott, who's been gaining on DeSantis in a couple polls, said, quote, there's no silver lining in slavery. The truth is whatever benefits you could have learned, you would have had as a free person. What slavery is really about, separating families, about mutilating him, goes on and on and on. And basically, has like he, he also gave Tim Scott this moment to actually look like He's actually a better pick than Ron DeSantis yeah. like, during this whole time. Um, yeah. And again, it's all, all of their criticisms are valid, although they don't practice what they preach, sadly. Uh, but in this moment, they all basically took their time to help just kind of bring DeSantis down a few pegs. And yeah. he said, yeah. listen, people have bad days. Sometimes they regret what they say. And we should ask them again to clarify their positions <laughs> to be like, so are you sure? Yeah. You, you want to clarify your this bullshit you? statement? Yeah. This, oh, I want to make sure you have the same energy from in the text thread. Right. Because if you don't, then what the fuck is going on? Um, and it, like people are saying all these comments like Ron DeSantis. This is what fucking he said. Like this was his defense from these, you know, comments from black uh, Republicans. Quote, at the end of the day, you got to choose. Are you going to side with Kamala Harris and the liberal media outlets? Or are you going to are you going to side with the state of Florida? Wait, what the fuck does Kamala Harris have to do with because it? Because a black woman, I'm honestly, I think it's just wow. the laziest racism. It's like, you're just going to side with this black woman? Or, wow. And a lot of people are uh, like accusing these people of doing Kamala Harris's bidding. I think just because she's the most visible like black Democrat right now. Um, Jesus Christ. And, you know, other people are being like, oh, these people are supposed conservatives or rhinos and other shit. So it's just a... <laughs> fucking disaster he can't he can't even he's fucking this up too it's kind of wild how bad it's getting yeah i've also seen some media from like the washington post being like DeSantis is just being like taken there i've seen some like wash or not washington post uh, wall street journal stories trying to like take his side that like they're just mad that he like killed it so hard during the pandemic um so i i feel like he there's going to be a resurgence and like a backlash to the backlash uh, with them being like, is this, is this our best shot? Cause Trump looks fucked. Like, and <laughs> I don't, I don't, don't know, know about these other people. They don't know. 
They don't but, know. Yeah, this this is not a not a good look. I honestly, Trump is still their best shot. Oh yeah. yeah. So that's they, what's why even with everything. Wall Street Journal on. doesn't know that, and they don't want to admit that. No. No, you can't. So go with me, Meatball Ron. Three pudding fingers, DeSantis. <laughs> it's no wonder the ocean's 101 degrees here because I've been taking some heat. <laughs> uh, that's how I should have introduced it. Um, anyways, Trump, more charges, more, yeah. uh, you know, th- th- this is kind of more of the same. This is the Jack Smith uh, investigation into the documents. Into uh, Mar-a-Lago documents. Yeah. Um, and w- we got some new new players. <laughs> New players have entered the game. Yeah. This one guy, Carlos de Oliveira, is the newest the newest named defendant in this case. And remember, okay, so in June, when Jack Smith first came out and was like giving his speech and all that shit, I don't know if you're we talked about this quote that was like in CNN about how someone had drained the Mar-a-Lago pool and tried to flood a server room where the surveillance right. footage was kept. And we're like, that's so sensational. That sounds fucking <laughs> dumb. Well, it sounds like it's true because this guy basically was the person in charge of all this shit. Uh, and not only was he like trying to fuck around the server room, he then just went to like one of the IT guys at Mar-a-Lago and was like, yeah, so uh, I need you to delete all the security footage so the feds don't get their hands on it, basically. And when the guy's like, I don't even know if I know how to do that or can do that, actually. The, the, this guy, De Oliveira, is like, yeah, well, the boss wants it done. Um, so cool. I don't know Who's what, the boss? yeah, Who's that poor hmm. dude thought he was gangster, you know, De Oliveira. Right. He's also charged with lying to the FBI because then they're like, What do you know about this? He said, I didn't see shit. <laughs> no, that's no comment up in the station. That's all I know. It's relaxation. Right. And but now this dude is looking at some gangster charges, so we'll see if he flips. That's the big thing now is like, you got like this guy, this dude, a 56 year old employee of the hotel, is just getting caught up. Yeah. I don't know if he's down for MAGA Nash or whatever they they're probably promising can be done if he keeps his mouth shut. But yeah, it's uh, it's more is happening. And again, like to to our point that we keep saying, I don't know if that's going to change anything because I don't he he could still win. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's still as it, demolishing every one of the polls, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, if you look at the math, like there's like just that thirty ish percent that will, is going nowhere. Right. And then plus like a uh, 10% ish people like, you know, there's like other people who just will never vote for Joe Biden. You can find a coalition there on, on some level, uh, depending how things go. But, you know, another thing that was pointed out his le- uh, Trump's legal spending now outpacing his fundraising. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's got to be expensive, right? Dude, 40 so it's million. Not bottomless well. 40 million in legal fees. In the last quarter, in in like apparently in Q2. one quarter, yeah, <laughs> he raised only he raised a paltry thirty five million in Q two, the five million dollar difference there. Jesus. So I'm guessing a new round of Trump NFTs is probably coming out or something. Oh yeah, this one where he's like shaking hands with the aliens or whatever. I'm sure. No, it's by him like doing like a fucking like tombstone pile driver on a fucking alien. Off the top rope to be like, this yeah, is how well, we know how him. when he shakes hands, he like pulls your shoulder out of your socket, and it yeah. always looks like it's the first step in a some jujitsu move. That's you want to see me choke slam an alien? Watch this shit. <laughs> um. All right, let's take a let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk about Taylor Swift, Arthur, and other pop culture bullshit. We'll be right back. 
You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring the Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And so it was reported that Taylor Swift show in Seattle got so rowdy that her fans literally caused an earthquake during the show. Wait, caused or had measurable like they like they fucked up a fault like they activated it was enough, a fault. It was enough that there was seismic activity equivalent to a 2.3 magnitude earthquake. Um, <laughs> so what you know, like Jurassic Park shit, like when when the T Rex takes a step. Yeah. But, you're, so, you know, you're you're a couple blocks away, and you're looking at a glass of water, and it's trembling. 
you're near Lumen Field and your glass of Chardonnay is wobbling somehow. <laughs> what is going on out That's there? Right. So supposedly it was combination of uh, her fans, the sound system during Shake It Off, which I don't know Taylor's full catalog, but it's interesting to hear that's as hard as it goes is Shake It Off. Yeah, is that like the most turned up song of Taylor Swift's? It's probably the one that like is most danceable for everyone. Yeah, like all all because even I'm like stadium. okay, all right, yeah, okay, because the players yeah, want to play, I'd play, play, be contributing play, play on, play it. Um, the same site or at least the same city was responsible for another seismic activity when uh, it was called the Beast Quake, in which Seahawks fans, Seattle Seahawks fans, went nuts following a famous last-minute touchdown by Marshawn Lynch. Hey. That, that was 2011. Uh, the Swift concert shook the ground twice as hard. Oh, wow. Conservative media is going to love that. Yeah, they are. <laughs> what do you think about that, Marshawn? About that? Um, <laughs> you Berkeley, you Bay Area lib. <laughs> Uh, in 2022 alone, people like Garth Brooks and Florence and the Machine made headlines for similarly causing measurable seismic activity. I feel like this might be just one of those stories that PR teams oh, get yeah. going to just be like, this is such a it wild happens event. Every Earth, it happens every World Cup, too. Yeah. They're like, when Messi scored, there was an earthquake in Argentina. Or like, when Mexico activity. scored, there was an earthquake yeah. in Mexico City. Which, uh, yeah, you get it. People are fucking losing it. Yeah. I, I do, I am, I have always been interested in like me, human induced seismicity. Uh, that's a, that's actually a Wikipedia page that you okay. can go look up. It's a good time. Um, what, a in, case you I, in case you thought I was, thought you were making up that word. Yeah. I, it's, it's, I did it's think it's that that seismicity. A, okay. Yeah. I was going to say seismic activity, but they, they went ahead and collapsed that for okay. those of us who like, use fewer words. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, I remember hearing that like the, that dam in China, I think it was the Three Gorges Dam, made the earth wobble on its axis. Oh, yeah, right. I didn't feel, so I don't believe it. Just like I don't believe in dinosaurs. Or the stock market. Yeah. Yeah, or the stock market. But, um, yeah, I just, I can't comprehend an event that's so big that it causes, like, like earthquakes and seismic activity, I've always thought, belong in the, like, something that just comes down from on high for right. your style. Uh-huh. Um, but it's apparently not all that uncommon for dams, like man-made reservoirs, and then a bunch of other like energy industry bullshit, like fracking, carbon capture, wastewater right. injection to actually cause earthquakes. Like a lot of people think that that's why Oklahoma has so many earthquakes today. Because the fracking. Because, right? Yeah. Fracking and just, it's a state that's, run by energy extraction industries and right. so it's a, it's a fucking mess but um all of which to say i'll be impressed when taylor swift concerts make the wikipedia page for uh human induced seismicity oh i like that uh, the that the u.s geological survey clears up that most induced earthquakes are actually not directly caused by hydraulic fracking uh, the recent increase in earthquakes in the central u.s primarily caused by the dis- by disposal of waste fluids that are a byproduct of oil production Okay. So, so no let's big not, deal. Let's not give all the credit to fracking. Okay. It's from old school oil production for yeah. the reason. We're just fucking the earth with oil industry garbage juice. Yeah. Uh, and it's trying to be like, get the shit off of me. 
Yeah. Wow. I, the one thing I would love to know is like, I would love to be like just outside the stadium to be like, yo, yeah, exactly. yo, because you're not going to feel that shit jumping up and down like in yeah. the fucking building. But I would, if you're saying it's a 2.3, like I'd lay down on the ground, just my, just my face on the concrete just to see like, can yeah. I feel the earth vibrate? Just feel the earth breathe. Yeah. You feel that, man? Like the that triceratops in Jurassic Park. Yeah. That ate those yeah, berries. The, the parking lot does that. Yeah. Like, Just lay Whoa. on its big tummy and go, oh. There's a little paragraph in the Wikipedia page on human induced seismicity that I found refreshing. Uh, it says, during the beginning of the Vajant Dam in Italy, there were seismic shocks recorded during its initial fill after a landslide almost filled the reservoir in 1963, causing a massive flooding and around 2,000 deaths. It was drained and consequently seismic activity was almost non-existent. That's, mm. like, for some reason that feels refreshing, unfortunately. Right. Like, they fucked with the earth. The earth killed a bunch of people and they were like oh oh okay fuck that then uh we'll, we'll move along here and uh, the earth stopped killing people and <laughs> we just a lesson to... was learned that yeah. day and then quickly forgotten yeah, yeah exactly it just needed a two thousand body sacrifice the earth that's right that's what it demanded the earth is hungry today folks oh, God. um the right is coming for arthur now um yeah. the the latest book to be challenged in florida schools is arthur's birthday um I mean, there, there's been a lot of dumb efforts to ban books made by a small number of highly mobilized bigots, uh, but it's it's fucking Arthur, guys. Yeah. Uh, come on. Please. Well, what's going on? They're having a rainbow party or something? Yeah, Arthur's having a <laughs> rainbow party. He's got yellow lipstick on, sucks like three dicks, and like you see the yellow ring on the... <laughs> now I'm going to have to explain what a rainbow party is. You, you know what, uh, Mom? Watch Oprah. Oprah yeah. will explain. Google rainbow what? party Oprah. Because it's... Thank it's, you. It's damaging the nation. The book in question scandalously involves a reference to playing spin the bottle. Oh. Well, uh, which one mm -hmm. guy thinks will result in stu students' damaged souls. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and so you're assuming, okay, so there's a game of spin the bottle... Arthur goes in the closet. There's like a bunch of sucking and fucking that happens <laughs> like for three or four pages. Uh, no, it, it just ends with him. Like he's, I think nervous about it. And then he gets a spin the bottle bottle for his birthday, like as a present. But the guy oh. complaining about the book is the Florida chapter president of no left turn in education, uh, which is one of those right wing groups that um, has tried to ban thousands of books and uh last december he said that he had compiled a list of over 3600 titles that i believe have concerning content including porn critical race theory social emotional learning which is oh, like god <laughs> their favorite thing it's wild that that's thrown in there and fluid gender fluid so, gender not fluid gender, gender fluidity yeah fluid <laughs> fluid gender <laughs> Flender what? <laughs> Look, I'm confused here, man. You you're making me uh sweat. I am Flender Druid. Stuff. I'm not a Flender Druid, okay? Yeah. I'm here saving damaged souls from learning. So it's and the book is just like by the end, there's no spin the bottle. You just got they, it's referenced. There's nothing aside from referencing the cultural phenomenon that is spin the bottle. That is mainly from the baby boomer generation. That's not yeah. shit the you know, like that's that's your check out Euphoria. They shit. ain't playing spin the bottle on that yeah, show. Exactly. They're just getting right to it, folks. But Arthur has 
actually traditionally been like very bipartisan. He, oh, really? The so author both sides, Mark Brown collaborated with both Bush administrations and also Obama. And there's uh, an episode of Arthur in which he grabs pizza with an aardvark version of Bill Clinton. Um, wow. So I don't know. ACAB may include Arthur, but uh, also when Mark Brown was collaborating with uh, George W. and Laura Bush, he traveled to Russia where he got drunk with Putin. Um, what? And then, but then he did draw the line at Trump. So uh, he said uh, not only did he not want to work with Trump when he was president, he illustrated political cartoons featuring a nude Trump sitting on a golden throne. So his days <laughs> since then have been numbered w- with the MAGA crown, yeah, I'm guessing. I get it. But just a reminder that these banning pushes are from a small number of people yeah. organized as part of Mr. Uh, Flood the Zone with Shit, Steve Bannon's plan that we, you know, we covered when he said this was going to be his yeah. plan, and now we were living through the fallout of this plan to make school boards the next battlefield for the MAGA wars. Um, you know, his first plan was, he was like in gamer forums and being like, these, these are our people. There's a lot of unhappy, you know, alienated white children in here. Let's, let's go. Let's, let's convert to this into a uh, fossil fuel. And, you know, in, in this case though, I feel like his plan, like they are effective at drinking up media attention, causing, you know, librarians and parents and, you know, school board stress. But anecdotally, it doesn't seem to be like gaining grassroots momentum. Like it still seems like when you hear about these movements, it's like, yeah, there were like six people from not our school district mm-hmm. who like came to, to our school board meeting and just like fucked shit up with regards to the book banning like Washington Post has done a lot of reporting on this. The majority of the 1,000 plus book challenges analyzed by the Post in one case were filed by just 11 people. And yeah. Hell yeah. So it's, it's very... It know, just shows you guys, you put your fucking heads together, you can cause untold stress for people across the country. But these are the people who are using insurgency tactics. You yeah. Know? It is like a testament to how much shit can be raised by a few idiots. Now imagine if the people who were fighting for progressive causes. Yeah. I mean, turns out, I think we could probably get more than 11 people together. Yeah. I think just with the listeners of this show, we'd probably be more effective organizing tool than some of these fucking creeps. Yeah. Last we counted, there were 13 of you. So let's go. Yeah. Hey, but we we appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all. Each Thank and so every much. one of you. Thank you for the support. Um, and then finally, just, you know, an update that uh, still burning. The Twitter slash X dumpster <laughs> fire uh, continues to rage. Yeah. Um, so New L's couple, taken. Yeah. couple updates from this weekend. Uh, word came that Ye's account is being reinstated because he personally promised Elon Musk that he'd stop posting Nazi shit. Um, uh, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. <laughs> so that's cool. <laughs> no, he said he said he's cool. Um, oh, okay, okay. Twitter is also apparently still Twitter on Apple's app store uh, because they have a policy that apps require at least two characters. <laughs> so this is another way <laughs> that he just didn't think about this shit. And then finally, he's got that big giant X sign on top of the Twitter HQ, um, which sparked an investigation from the city for lacking proper permits. And then when an inspector showed up to take a look at the sign, Twitter staff told him that it was a temporary lighted sign for an event, uh, which is clearly bullshit. Like he's been talking yeah. about how this is 
his like he's been screaming at it to his millions of followers right but yeah that that is why like there there are people who live in the apartment building right there right across from the sign and it's just a constant 24 hours a day strobe light into your like unless you have blackout shades drawn that's that's what you're looking at fucking loser i and i over the weekend he was really tweeting some emo ass shit like he's like I've been, you know, San Francisco is fucking dying. And like, people are begging me to move the headquarters out of here. And I've been getting some pretty good offers, you know, to move this thing out of here, but I think we're going to stay. And then, and then right. it's somebody, you know who your real friends are. I'm like, dude, please just, you're, you're flailing so bad. Um, and it just sucks that people who are like counting on this as a job have to just like be just, you know. Have no, a, we like you, man. You're have, the best. Yeah, sure. have a passenger seat to this fucking plane crash. But here we are, because one man's ego is doing untold amounts of chaos. God, it's like no one even likes me right now. I don't even care. Might as well, like, move. And, like, I could, dude, because, like, people, like, they're, like, telling me to come to like, their house, dude, and I could. And they're, like, rich, dude. They have, like, baller-ass houses, too. Like My like, girlfriend people's. in Austin, like, wants me to move there. And like she's likes me more. Yeah, than the one guys. that used to do porn, but then I told her to stop because if she yeah, loves yeah. me, she won't do that. Yeah, her. <laughs> yeah, she stopped because she loves me, dude. And that's what love is, dude. And that's that kind of control I have. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to Austin, dude. I fuck, fuck fuck San Francisco. Yeah, we'll see where this goes. I I just really do not know. <laughs> I don't know what the next fuck up is going to be because you know we're looking at some kind of he's going to have to double down on something again soon. Yeah, and it's going to be. I don't know. He's already got yay back on the thing and people who post child abuse images. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know what's next. It does feel like, I think we said about a year and a half ago that like he has entered as the new person that is just drinking up all the oxygen. Like we need a main character on the internet yeah. and like he has been in now for like a year and a half and he just manages to find a new way to, you know, ruin shit and you know provoke media attention every single day but it, it's it's amazing but it's not really to any benefit to his businesses no like no, everything no. we're talking about is like yeah he's fucking up twitter it's a garbage fire it's the brand value has halved and then it's like oh tesla yeah they have a fake fucking department to like gaslight you into thinking <laughs> you're an you're a fuck up for driving their cars yeah yeah Oh, you're a bad driver. Let me just run the diagnostics real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's your problem. What? Oh, yeah. Says you're an idiot. Got a heavy foot. And turns out you're an idiot. It says, do you know how to read? Okay, I'm getting traffic signs. I'm getting an LW. LW. Yeah. yeah. Are you seeing that in your dashboard? LW. Yeah. Loser warning. (laughs) Yeah, because that's what I'm seeing. Oh, you're not getting. Okay, so that's what's the problem here. You're a loser, dude. And then ring the bell. Another service appointment canceled. Saved Saving Elon thousand another thousand. Saved for Elon Musk. Thank you, Elon. Thank you, Elon. Let, yes, me play the, let me play the. It's so stupid that that fucking that one quote from that story about how there's a metal xylophone, like a metallophone, in there. Or they go, yeah. like what are they like yeah. running it up the side? <laughs> it's like in a birth ward where they the sound they play when a new child is born. They do right. that when they cancel another person's service appointment making their imagine, a little I, bit worse I, can you imagine that there someone's like ter- like something happened to someone as a result of being turned away for service on their car and then that 
that set off some kind of chain reaction or something. I'm sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure Ugh. that that's happened. You know, hopefully nobody, none of the heat tourists drove to Death Valley in a Tesla uh, right. thinking that they had 350 miles uh, of range, you know? Yeah. Oh, God. That would be the most 2023 story. I know. Is heat tourists in a Tesla misreading how much battery they had and then succumbing to our terrible climate catastrophe. Oh, boy. It's like it writes itself. And then Elon Musk is like evading media questions because he's on a self-made submarine looking for the wreckage of an alien spacecraft yes boom boom it turns out it was us the whole time (laughs) that's right (laughs) we are the aliens Um, all right well those are some of the things that are trending on this monday morning july 31st we are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show. Yeah. Until then, be kind to each other. A good be one. kind to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Yep. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. Not. And we will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.